I'm K-Duck. Welcome back to another episode. Tonight, we're super excited. We're sitting down with Steph Sudo. Thank you so much for coming on. What is poppin'? I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited to chat with you. I know um, you have some really cool things going on right now. So I've been keeping up with you on Twitter and super excited to have you on. Yeah, it's an honor. Um, Hoddle Hill was on in the chat going off on my ladies night live stream and i'm like oh my god who is this person they're so awesome and uh i'm just honored to be on the show now she loves her Aww. twitch streams so i'm not I'm shocked twitch stream watcher not a streamer yet but we'll get there maybe yeah you know maybe someday we'll um live stream an episode yeah you should <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll work up to that <laughs> So, yeah, we usually just start out in a little bit, um, hearing a little bit about you and your background, kind of how you discovered um, the crypto and NFT space. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, so my name is Steph. Uh, I go by Steph Sudo, first and last name, on all social media. And honestly, I got into crypto in 2017, um, right when I dropped out of college. And I was majoring in communication at the time only because I felt a lot of pressure, like I had to go to college, but I did not know what to major in. So I figured communication is a life skill that I could apply anywhere. Well, and I'm in the same, I was in the same boat. I, oh, didn't, were you? I didn't pick communications. I picked sociology, but literally like I was, I remember being in my advisor's office and I was like, I just need a major, like just throw yeah. me something. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and hey, like, you know, easy majors when you don't have to do a lot of math. Like, that was what yep. I was looking for. Um, but yeah, communication, I guess, gets the rep of, like, it's an easy major. Um, but that being said, I had to pay for everything on my own. Um, and I didn't have any scholarships or anything. And so I didn't really have much money. And so I was, like, working, trying to pay off college. And I got to the final year. And I was like, you know what? I'm learning more outside of school than I am in school. I was reading a lot of personal development books and I was writing a lot of like my goals. And um, I decided to drop out of college and just take the risk. And instead of paying, you know, 10K a year to go to university, I was just going to spend um, thousands of dollars in courses. And one of the courses I took was actually a crypto course. And that's how I learned about cryptocurrency. Um, which is how I bought my first NFTs, CryptoKitties, um, back in the day, back in like 2018, I want to say. Wait, that's awesome. I've never actually talked to someone that, that um, was that early enough to buy CryptoKitties. Yeah, I mean, um, at the time they weren't called NFTs. I don't even remember what they were called. But um, yeah, NFTs weren't really popular at all um, back then. And in fact, crypto, it had a huge crash shortly after I got into it. And so I kind of like, I had bought some stuff, but then, um, yeah, I didn't really have much money to invest. I mostly just had time. So I was just learning. Um, so I really, I only had put a hundred dollars into a couple coins and then the market crashed and I was like, eh, I'm not paying attention to this anymore. And like a lot of mainstream people that were in it at the time, we kind of just took an, a hiatus for years um, until, COVID hit and then quarantine happened. And I was like, hmm, I wonder whatever happened to those crypto kitties I bought back in 2018. And I tried to look up my account and um, I ran into the Dapper Labs website. Um, 
And I happened to be perfectly on time for, um, I think, the first day or two that NBA Top Shots beta opened to the public. And so I was one of the first thousand people in NBA Top Shot. I got in really early um, because I was looking for my crypto kitties and I stumbled upon another one of their um, projects. And um, at the time, I was a content creator um, for TikTok, actually. And I'm, I like to say I'm a retired TikToker now. I don't have anything up. I, I privated <laughs> everything. But at the time, I was doing that um, and serving at a restaurant. And that's how I was making a living. I was doing ads and then um, being a server. And so I saw NBA Top Shot. There was a lot of people getting into it. And I realized, well, I'm this early. I'm a content creator. I should start creating content for Top Shot. Um, and not even as a job, I just wanted to maybe get discovered and work in the space. And so I started um, NBA Top Shot Steph as my Twitch. And I would Twitch stream multiple times a week talking about Top Shot, what's new, what's happening. I made my Twitter account. I revived my old Twitter account with like 100 followers, you know, from back when Twitter was actually popular. And I revived it and I just exclusively posted about Top Shot. And so a lot of people that follow me to this day, um, if you're an OG, you know me from my Top Shot content. Um, and that actually led me to getting a job and getting discovered my exact plan um, working in the space. That's amazing. Thank you. But yeah, that's pretty wild. Like, um, to just be so early and be so, you know, like now everyone says we're, we're early, you know, but like, that's truly early. Like the first 1000, you know, users on top shot, like that's huge. Yeah. I definitely had felt like I was really, I got really lucky and um, it was like right place, right time. I remember at the time Gary V was really pitching physical sports cards and I was like, if Gary, and I was a follower of Gary V for a while, because I had, you know, kind of wanted to be an entrepreneur. And um, I was following him for a while. And he kept pitching physical sports cards. And I'm like, okay, if Gary V is pitching physical sports cards, NBA Top Shot, this seems like the next wave. This is like digital moments, you know, it's a little video um, instead of a card and they're NFTs. So I just felt like I got really lucky in it. And yeah, I started buying all these moments s1 comments for like a dollar two dollars um and it ended up working out for me and yeah I do, I do feel massively lucky from that i told my sister um who's now known as jenny from the blockchain i told her about top shot the day after i found out about it and so yeah we got <laughs> I, super I think she gave you together. cred we, we had her on i think she gave oh, you she cred. Did. oh good <laughs> i think so <laughs> oh yeah and we were both super into it together so it's like fun when you have like a a passion or a hobby with like someone else absolutely um, yeah, yeah for sure it, it's huge to like especially when if you're starting out and you don't know a lot of people like it's huge to have like just a friend and like someone that you're close to that you can lean on oh totally yeah otherwise so, it feels like you're alone yeah so do you still um you know buy top shot today or are you are you still pretty into it or have you kind of shifted into other things um, it was a great starting ground for me, uh, I would say. But yeah, currently I'm just chilling with, I, I have over like 300 moments. I, I'm just chilling with them. I'm not necessarily actively um, collecting or doing the challenges anymore. Mm -hmm. I definitely used to be a lot more involved. Um, 
but I kind of, ever since branching out into more projects, I've just, yeah, I haven't been ke- keeping up with Top Shot. Yeah, there's just so much. Yeah, there really is. So who has you more ever... moments, you or, or Jenny? Um, I think, I think Jen, she's, she actually is actively on Top Shot. Like she, oh, okay. she actually, yeah, she's stayed active because her job is very much involved she works for Evaluate Market and they evaluate mm-hmm. Top Shot as one of the projects. And so like, yeah, her work very much is involved with them. Um, and so she's just very active on there. I'm, I'm personally, I'm not, but I live vicariously through her. So, so I just want to know, like at first, like, was it kind of like a competition thing? Cause I know if it was me, I'd be like, Oh, like who's going to get the better moments like out of this <laughs> pack and stuff like that. Oh, I mean, we used to like combine moments for challenges and stuff. Like, we didn't have much money. Like I said, we were just servers in a restaurant. So it's like, and honestly, yeah, I, I shouldn't have never even bought a Top Shop moment because I did not have money to my name. I was, in fact, using my credit card to buy these moments. So like, yeah, we would pull yeah. our moments together for challenges and we would help each other out um, in a lot of ways. And But I'm obviously competitive and that's why I waited a whole day after I bought a bunch of moments to then tell her about it. <laughs> Because I, I am more competitive, I would say Jen is not as um Now that I have a 24-hour head start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's this cool thing I found. Now you can start collecting. <laughs> I was going to say, did you ever get access to your CryptoKitties again, though? I did not. I think I lost oh, my seed no. phrase. Yeah, I lost my password and my seed phrase. So, yep, forever just in the blockchain. Man, I always wonder how many like um, punks there are that are out there that are just like like oh that forever. God. Probably so many. And it's, <laughs> I would, I think I would just be haunted forever. Oh yeah, I mean, I, you just kind of like, you're like, well, There's hope there wasn't anything valuable. You can do. Yeah, I hope I didn't have any valuable cats. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, you said after you kind of got discovered, what was next for you? Um, so I was creating a lot of Top Shot content, wanting to get discovered. Um, I didn't want to necessarily get hired by Top Shot because honestly, I like playing basketball, but I was never really into, um, I never really watched the NBA or anything. Um, and in fact, that was people's, I think, number one criticism of me. They're like, why are you a Top Shot influencer? You don't even watch basketball. And I'm like, that's fair, but I got in early and I was, I'm more into the <laughs> NFT part. So I knew that. I wouldn't really be into Top Shot forever just because of that. Like, I'll be honest that, yeah, I'm not a huge like NBA person. So, um, so I did, I wanted to get scooped up by another project. A lot of projects were reaching out to me at the time, but a lot of them seemed like cash grabs and like they were just, they just wanted to sell out and they didn't really have many plans after that. So when I got approached by Will Weinrob, which is the CEO of Cryptoys, um, he was like, Hey, we're building this project on flow and flow blockchain, um, is what NBA top shot is built on. Um, the reason the people who built it was actually Dapper labs. Um, and they built it because they were solving their own problem on crypto kitties. So crypto kitties was on the Ethereum blockchain. It was definitely a game where volume, like you're breeding cats to make more, 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 and it's just not sustainable on Ethereum. So they created their own solution by creating Flow blockchain. And so I was really bullish on Flow um, because I felt as if that would be the gateway to get the masses in. Um, and, you know, I'm all about a, an easy onboarding process to the masses. 
And so Cryptoids looked interesting to me. Um, the little characters were really cute, animated. At the time, it was just the five founders. Um, and so I got the pitch. I did research on all of the founders and I realized, oh, wow, these people are actually have great business experience. In fact, three of them had started a company, uh, built it from the ground up and acquired, scaled it to be acquired. And um, so just they had great business, business success. Um, and that's really what I was looking for because I wanted to be with a project, um, you know, that was going to last. And Cryptoys was the one. So I was the first hire on their team um, outside of the founders. And now we have over 45 uh, team members, which is crazy um, to wow. think that we've grown that much. And that yeah, was a year ago. Yeah. It's been very cool to watch. I have one Cryptoys classic. Oh, that's awesome. So, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> been hanging yeah, out. I was I was going to say, um, you know, I think it's kind of honorable that that early you were already able to recognize like, hey, this project's just like, you know, wanting to sell out quickly and in it for the wrong reasons. Like, I think, you know, back then a lot of people didn't really recognize that. I would say obviously now that's like pretty forefront in, in the space. But, you know, back then... Um, it wasn't something that people were thinking about as much, I think. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of cause you could really buy into any project and like you had a great chance that it was just going to pump, you know, after you bought it. But, um, but you know, that was when we were in a bull market. Now we're in a bear market. It's a lot, it, people are avoiding a lot of projects. Um, but yeah, at the time it was like, okay, sure. You can make money, but you know, how long is this project going to be around? Cause I need like, a legitimate job like I don't want to just be working for a project for a couple weeks you know I need something that's gonna last um, and something that's actually sustainable so I did my research you know I did my research on the team a lot of projects at the time were anonymous and so I liked that all the founders you know they put their first and last name out there they doxed themselves I was able to look them up and do research and like yeah that was one thing that I was really looking for like I'm not trying to be anonymous. I'm not anonymous. You know, I don't want to be on an anonymous team. Um, and so, yeah, that really stood out to me. Yeah, I was going to um, mention that I feel like, obviously, since you've been creating content and, like, doing Twitch streams, you've been, like, doxxed the whole time you've been in the space pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's and literally so, from day one. Yeah. Yeah, and it's name. like... I feel like I remember when I joined the space, like maybe a year ago now, like you and your sister, like it was pretty rare to see like oh, somebody yeah. fully docs like that. And like, and what was, I know you touched on it a little bit, but what was kind of the thought process behind that? Cause everyone else was like, no, no, like I can't be docs, can't mm -hmm. show pictures, can't do that. But it just seems like you've always been about that. Yeah. Um, it depends, you know, it's kind of a trade-off. Some people want privacy, um, and it's understandable, especially in the crypto space. There's a lot of like millionaires, you know, I'm not a millionaire by any means, um, not even close. So I didn't really have anything to lose. You know, I didn't have a bunch of NFTs at the time, a bunch of money, like a, a bunch of crypto. So I was like, what, what am I going to protect? Like, I don't care. I want to put myself <laughs> out there. I want to be famous. Like, you know, I wanted to be known in the space and really I've, always just put myself out there and never tried to like um use something else as my identity so I guess I just wasn't used to I literally didn't understand the anonymous thing I'm like why why would you oh I didn't even realize you could grow a brand being anonymous either which is totally a thing too 
Um, so I just did what I knew, which was put my face out there. It's pretty crazy. Do, do you think you truly can build like a, a successful and a huge project without eventually doxing? Like, I feel like we've seen these projects where they started out anonymous, they weren't really doxed, but now in order to, to really scale and move up, you're seeing these founders come out and, you know, dox themselves. Um, I don't, I definitely don't think that you have to. Um, I mean, there's huge, hugely famous anonymous people in the space, like Pranksy, for example, um, definitely a huge OG that became really well known. Nobody knows that person's real first or last name. Um, nobody's ever seen their face. Um, fuck render really popular, has his own project. Um, as far as I know, he is anonymous and there's Ooh, Hill just met him. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> He's not anonymous. He maybe was, but now he. Oh, okay. His name is out there. Yeah. Okay, see, I was I not did aware just meet of that. Him. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, there's definitely people that I think like um, you can grow your brand anonymously. Like, if and sometimes in hindsight, I think about like if I were to go back, like would I do that? And I'm like maybe. But there, there is also pros to actually doxing yourself because when I go to events you know, people come up to me and they recognize me and it's, and it's really hard. You can't recognize people when they're anonymous. Like people will come up to me and be like, Oh, I'm blah, blah. And it's like, okay. Like I, you know, do do you put your face? I remember faces more than names. So it is hard like for me to recognize people that are not doxxed at events, but I guess that's the pro of being doxxed is people recognize you um, just by your face, you know, and you don't have to even, not even your name. Yeah. I was just in, uh, New York for NFT NYC, not the actual conference, but like the parties and stuff. Mm, yeah, and I was too. introducing myself as Hillary and people were like, okay, nice to meet you. And then I'm like, I got to stop doing that because I'm like, <laughs> nobody knows who I am. And then it's yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm Hodel Hill. And they're like, oh, okay. Like now I get why you're talking to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, okay, Hillary, like, well, yeah. you know, who are you? You know, I, yeah, I totally get that. I wish people, more people also when meeting people, I really wish more people had like their profile pic um, as a sticker on their shirt or something. Cause also sometimes it's hard to remember mm-hmm. people's username. And it's like, I remember people's um, JPEGs, you know, that they have as a yeah. profile pic. So I had wished a lot more people did that. Cause sometimes it can be hard. I change mine all the time. So I, oh, word. I, I don't have like <laughs> one that is my forever profile picture yet. I yeah. think K-Duck does. I think, I think you're that doodle for life, K-Duck. I think so too. Yeah. But, um, I, I do like to switch it up, but then I feel like bad. It's like, I feel bad for, for abandoning the doodle. So I don't know. It's the definitely... doodle is a flex. <laughs> I know. And, and actually I wanted to bring, um, that up and, uh, from your comments about the flow blockchain, because I know, um, I don't know if you've been keeping up with all the Doodles announcements, but there's a lot of speculation that Doodles 2 is going to use flow blockchain. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing the speculation. <laughs> Obviously, there's a lot of overlap with the Doodles um, team and Dapper Labs and Crypto Kitties and all that. So I think a lot of people are just thinking it makes sense. But I'm hearing a lot of hate about they're moving from Ethereum. They're making the wrong decision. But mm-hmm. I, as you said, you're like you're you're breeding these kitties. You're you're onboarding a ton of people. The um, the ETH blockchain is just not feasible. And I don't think people are really understanding that of how big Doodles wants to scale 
Mm-hmm. That the Ethereum blockchain cannot handle that. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it because a lot of the OGs in the space, you know, a lot of the money is on Ethereum. Um, so I get it. And a lot of the OGs, you know, they think Ethereum, you know, it's a decentralized, it's a truly decentralized blockchain. And um, I know when Flow first came out, um, and specifically with NBA Top Shot, you know, you couldn't remove your moments off the platform. You couldn't take your NFTs off the platform because they didn't have um, non-custodial wallets uh, yet. And so people are like, it's a centralized blockchain. And like, yeah, a lot of people were hating on Flow. Um, and it is fairly new. I mean, literally, the, the blockchain is only a couple years old. So um, Ethereum is definitely more established. But I think when it comes to the masses um, and not the OGs, but the masses who are just getting into NFTs, they don't really care. You know, they're not going to be, oh, Ethereum, it has to be on Ethereum. Like, they don't care. They just want to be able to buy it and they want it to be easy and they want it to be cheap. And I think the thing with Flow is you can actually use your credit card to buy, um, which is a huge game changer because, you know, ask someone's grandma to buy something for their grandchild. And if they're going to have to use Ethereum, they have so many steps. You know, first they have to buy the Ethereum, then they have to set up a MetaMask wallet, then they have to go to, you know, it's yeah. like, it's a lot. You have to sign like five transactions just to even send the yeah, Ethereum. Like. Right. And then it costs gas. It's like, and gas doesn't make sense to your average person. It literally in their head, that's like tax. And they're like, why would I pay this much in tax? Like what, you know, especially when there was a lot of volume going on on the Ethereum blockchain and gas was like $100 easy. Um, you know, that's mm-hmm. insane. That literally is insane to your average person. And they'll ask you like, well, how much will it be? It's like, well, I don't know. It depends how, <laughs> right. how high gas is at that moment. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, so it is. A, it's weird when you think about it from like an outsider's perspective. I just think, um, I think you're right. And I think it'll be interesting to see the way they play it and, and how they claim, obviously, the, the value will stay with OGs on ethereum but then they'll also onboard you know via whatever layer two they do choose but um i think it's just if they do pull it off it'll be insane yeah i mean a lot of projects um were really based off of the scarcity model there's only ten thousand ever and it was like great but i think projects that are now really thinking about, oh, we want to scale and bring more members into the community, you have to rethink that scarcity model. Um, And so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how a lot of these big projects bring on the masses. Yeah, and I know um, at Cryptoys, you guys are doing that as well. So what is your role there? And you know, what, what are you guys working on right now? Yeah, so I started off as the community designer, basically designing um, our community from the ground up. So we had essentially nobody knew about Cryptoys. Um, and so, you know, without a product, how do you grow a community base without a product? Um, so that was a huge challenge. Um, we ended up gaining a lot of interest, growing the community Um I ended up putting a lot of the team members, the founders on the spotlight, created a podcast um, and just started sharing with people what we were working on. Um, And then after we got people in the community and people were like, okay, when's launch, when's launch? And it's like, uh, how do we tell them that it's not for a while, but we want them to continue to pay attention because there's still things that are going to happen leading up to it. And so that's when we did our 
we decided let's do a free airdrop for our community. And that's when we airdropped the Cryptoise Classics um, to a little under 4,000 um, people that were in our community at the time. And it was on Polygon because that was kind of like the easiest thing for us to do at the time. Now we are creating a bridge so that you can actually bridge those over to Flow because everything that we're creating is going to be built on Flow, um, our whole platform. But we still have not launched our actual like 3D characters yet. Um, and so it's been a year of growing this community. I am now, um, my now, my, now my title is head of community and social. Um, and so I lead, I work with a whole team um, that I help lead. And currently, you know, we just came out with our animated short film, which shared the backstory of our first three characters. We have a corgi, a kitty, and a panda. Um, but our mission is, you know, to create digital toys for the masses. And so we want to create um, several different lines of toys, different characters, but our first three Genesis characters, um, that's going to be our very first launch. And we're looking to launch um, this summer, which it is summer now. Um, but yeah, hopefully, you know, by the end of summer, we kind of just started internal team testing, which is really exciting. But with that comes a lot of questions, you know, especially if things go wrong, how much time is things going to take? So we're in an interesting spot. Um, we just also announced our partnership with Mattel. And we also announced um, our first line with them is going to be Masters of the Universe. And so after our Genesis characters drop, we're going to be dropping um, our Masters of the Universe collab characters with them. And we're also going to Comic-Con in a couple weeks, which I just found out today that I will be there. <laughs> so a lot of exciting things have been happening. No big deal. Just Mattel. Just like the yeah. biggest yeah. toy maker <laughs> in the business. That's yeah, wild. it's been it's been great. And that, that was the point I was, you know, trying to make earlier about like doing research on who is behind the team. Because, you know, the fact that our, our founders have been able to secure that deal for us is huge. And a, a lot of projects... You know, don't have that type of business experience, um, that type of leg and foot in the door with the um, with invest in um, getting investors and getting funding. Um, you know, we recently raised in our Series A twenty three million dollars, and so yeah, we've just been scaling up the team and just really building a lot before we launch, which is not what your average project does. Your average project uses the launch to get the funding and then starts building. Um, but we've been building for over a year now and um, we have not launched yet. So we're taking a different approach for it because by the time we launch, we want to be ready with a lot of stuff and mostly the fact that everything is going to take place on our platform, um, our website, cryptoys.com. It's a lot of work. So that's what we're working on so far. Yeah, I was going to mention that, you know, you secure this partnership, you guys have done all these things and, and you said you haven't even like launched yet, which is insane. <laughs> like it's again, just to like make that point, it's like you said, it's not not seen rarely in the space. So that's awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been it's been a fun journey. So when you guys do launch, you're obviously it's going to be NFTs, but the will the nft holders get access to like the physical characters that obviously the partnership with mattel or how's that gonna work oh you know we've gotten a lot of questions about that um yeah i mean definitely 
I would say our goal down the road would be for sure we would love you know to have physical toys in stores like how amazing mm-hmm. would that be I think right off the bat we're gonna focus on digital um but I think yeah down the road there's definitely opportunity for that yeah I think that's um you know it's it seems like a goal of a lot of the projects is they they think like oh it you know produce these actual figurines you'll get into like the common households and then you know become like a household name brand but um you know we're in this digital age and that's the future so it's kind of refreshing to see like focusing on that part more than you know just the physical stuff I guess yeah I mean we're a digital first yeah digital first um company but that being said we're all about toys and you know when people think of toys that they also do think of physical so yeah I definitely see that coming down the line it's just hard because there's so much going on and there's so much that we want to do it's more just about prioritizing and you know what what should come first yeah and I saw um the animation I actually did watch that it, it's pinned on your guys's on Cryptoys Twitter and it's it's really impressive for um you know I don't know your animator or anything like that but I thought it was a really impressive animation especially hearing now that you guys haven't even like launched yeah thank you we um worked several months um with a high animation studio uh, agency and I can't we can't say who we worked with but yeah it was definitely up uh, up there um and I know we paid them the big bucks and and really worked hard to work with them on that so yeah I know the team is like super proud of that um that was just one of the things that we you know were working on it's funny because there's like especially having a team of over 40 you know members it's like there's a lot of different departments um and so, yeah, that was definitely like uh, our chief creative officer, Freddie. That was like his baby um, and his his really big focus for a while. Um, but there's a lot of things that we're focused on. So it's, it's funny because by the time that that animated short came out to the public, which was only, I want to say, a week ago, we had all seen it a million times over, you know, and it was like we, we've known about it for a while. Um, but like a lot of things that we announced, same with the Mattel partnership, like a lot of things, you know, like the public is always kind of the last to know, but it's it's funny because it's always like fresh and new for a lot of people. Where whereas like the team has been like seeing this, focusing on this for like months. Um, so it's just yeah, it's crazy to be behind the scenes with all of this too. Yeah, you're you're on to the next thing that you can't tell anyone about yet. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> like half the team is working like three years in the future, and then like <laughs> my side of the team is more like what's happening now. So yeah, like, what am I yeah. allowed to say? Right. <laughs> exactly. So I have one of the Cryptoys classics, like I said, but I admittedly have not been following as closely in the discord as I probably should. So how does that like work into the upcoming drop? Is it whitelist for it or like, yeah. So know. the classics um, obviously were a gift to, you know, we wanted to give our, our early community. Um, and so those people in our eyes are like the nearest and dearest to our hearts at the moment, because that's, that's really all we have is just, you know, we don't have product out. So like, that's what we have. We have the classics. Um, and so, yeah, for, for us, we definitely want like our classic holders to be um, priority with access to, you know, beta testing the drops um, that are coming up. 
Um, so I would definitely say like tune in to the discord. Um, probably, you know, like soon stay tuned to the discord. I never know what soon means. I can never say what soon means, but you know, like I said, we're shooting for this summer. Um, so I would say keep your eye on the discord because yes, that'll grant you, um, I'll bump Access it up to the to top the, of my list. Yeah, do places it, to, to check jobs. in. <laughs> well, you know what you can do, which is actually um, fun, and I did this for my own personal Discord. You can create a Discord server and then create an a, an announcements channel, and you can direct all of the different Discord announcement or all the different Discords you're in. You can direct their announcements to your announcement channel, so you can get like everyone's announcements in one spot. It's been super game changer for me i don't know if you know about that interesting that's some good alpha too yeah it's great because it's like obviously i always am like yeah pay attention to cryptoids but i'm i'm obviously biased because i'm in it um (laughs) but i'm well aware that there's a million other projects on people's minds so i would say yeah i recommend that like just just route our announcements to um like your own announcement channel my discord is a gong show like it's there's 200 discords there and everybody's tagging everyone all the time and i'm just like i'm gonna only pay attention to like three of these <laughs> it's bad, oh yeah you know? <laughs> k would love to get her hands on it and just like well gosh i'm very organized i have folders yeah. and i have um yes you know folders. like i have them in order of importance to me and stuff like that so and i'm always rearranging them i'm like yeah i don't like this there i'm just i, I think you call it ocd but <laughs> well, that's great. I'm glad you're organized. I, I'm I'm a, I'm a mix between both of you. I mean, I do have folders and I do kind of prioritize in order, but I'm also kind of a mess. So, I mean, I think we all are a little bit, but <laughs> yes. So, what are some other you know some other communities that you're involved in besides um, you know obviously Cryptoys? Is there any other um, projects that you're like just a community member of? Um, you know, it's, it's funny cause, um, I am one to be like a builder of communities rather than a community member. I'm always like, I'm not the best community member. I'm better at like growing communities. So I would honestly have to say my ladies night community, um, that I started doing ladies night live streams over a year ago. Um, and I've kind of cultivated a community, um, a lot of ladies in the web three space, that I've been able to network with and get on the show. Um, and so I really love that community. It does, we don't have our own discord or anything. Um, but I, I still look at it as a community just because whenever I live stream, I'm always, you know, seeing familiar faces in the chat. Um, and then I'm trying to constantly bring on new ladies, but I'm also always trying to mix in like the OGs of ladies night. And, and so that people can, get comfortable and start like recognizing these people. Um, And so that's been a really fun community to build. I know that didn't really answer the question, but honestly, ladies night community is like what I'm passionate about at the moment. No, no, it still applies. You know, even though it's not a project, it's, it's still a community, like you said. So, um, but you, and you guys recently just did get a Twitter, right? Yes, I did. Um, So AWO, I have to shout him out because Um, he had been for literally, he had been, I took a hiatus from ladies night actually, um, for a while because I kind of took a quote unquote mental health break. 
um, I was really feeling burnt out. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to take a break for myself. And he was like, when are you going to bring Ladies Night back? When are you going to bring it back? And then he even DM me. He's like, you should create a Twitter account just for Ladies Night. And, and I'm like, you know what? I'm finally going to take action on this idea that he had a while ago because um, I thought it was great. So yeah, at Ladies Night TV is our new Twitter. And it just, it's great because I'm trying to get more organized with Ladies Night. And so I want like people to know like the schedule, the lineups, and sometimes my own personal account, you know, I, I, I can post a lot of different stuff and it's like, I want all of ladies night stuff in one area. So it like gives me a peace of mind that like now ladies night has its own Twitter and like everything ladies night related can go on there. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been great. I'm, I'm super excited about it. We, we literally, I grew it. I started the channel on Friday, we had zero followers, right? And now we have over 100. So I'm pumped. Over 150. Woo-hoo. 151. Over 150. Yeah. I mean, we're going parabolic <laughs> Let's out go. here. Yeah. We're definitely going to share it. Um, You know, that's awesome. It's Thank an awesome you. thing to see. Um, So w- what was kind of your thought when you started the channel? Uh, So when I started the um Twitter channel? Well, just like the ladies night uh, streams in general. Oh, yeah. So honestly, um, so, you know, for me, like, I remember when I first joined the Top Shot Discord and I was like, oh my God, I think that I'm like- That was probably the- rough. Yeah. I was like, I think <laughs> I'm the only girl here. And also I was like, I literally put my face as my profile pic and it was so funny because everyone was anonymous and it was like me, Steph Sudo with my human face. And like, I don't know, I, I must've, some people probably thought I was fake or something, but- yeah, it was just so funny because I'm like, um, are there any females in here? Like, you know, I could understand how it gets overwhelming um, to your average lady that gets into the space and they're like, uh, okay, you know, I, I need kind of a nice, friendly environment. And so, yeah, I, I remember um, actually the reason why I started Ladies Night, nobody even knows this. I, I was kind of waiting on it. I was kind of waiting on a podcast like this to just say so I guess y'all can get the exclusive. Okay, Okay, let's hear this. it. I love it. We I'm like so that. excited. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is uh, NFT Queens or NF Queens exclusive. So the, re- the true reason why I started Ladies Night is because it was actually motivated by this girl that I liked. And she was just getting into NFT space. And um, she wanted to like shadow me and kind of like learn how to become, I guess, an influencer in the space. And so I was like, hmm, okay, what, what, you know, how can I teach her this? And so I'm like, let me put together a ladies night. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I just thought of that. And she didn't want to be on the first one because she's like, oh my God, that's too intimidating. Like, I'll just watch. And so, yeah, the first ladies night was actually just for her to, to just like see how, um, how it worked, like how you can just put yourself out there. I was trying to like, tell her like, you literally just do it, you know? And um, so yeah, I just did it. And I got together my NFT friends, some of my first NFT friends I made in the space. Um, obviously, my sister, Jenny from the blockchain, I got NFT newbie, um, who I met from Top Shot. And then I got Candy, aka Rude Moose, um, who was a community manager in Top Shot. And so all four of us, um, we did the original stream of ladies night over a year ago and people really liked it and they really were like wow Steph like thank you so much for doing this um 
you know, the ladies in the space felt comfortable and they're like, you should do this more. And um, so, yeah, then I just was like, okay, fine. That's not, that's not hard to do. Just gather some ladies together and just hang out and chat. Like this is fun. Um, And so, yeah, it started to become a consistent thing. And I realized, oh, this is actually a great way for me to network and meet more ladies in the space too. Um, And so, yeah, I started like reaching out to people that I hadn't known before, got them on the show. And then um, we became friends and like we became connected and it became a really easy and fun way to like get to know more ladies in the space. You know, I agree. First of all, that that is so cute. Um, how 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 did it go? Do you still talk to, to that lady? <laughs> how did it go? Um, no, she ended up like kind of going through a rough time, and she kind of just left the space. Um, but Ladies Night Legacy lived on. So, <laughs> well, it was a very nice gesture, regardless. Yeah. And, and I like the outcome of how it turned out. But you know, right? that's that's basically the same reason you know we started this. Um, we just wanted you know we wanted women to know that there's people out there just like them. You know, normal people, people that might be afraid to jump in the space, or people that feel like maybe they don't have a place in this space. They do. Like, and I think it's cool um, to see two different sides of it you know like obviously we focus on one guest at a time but you know with your live stream you're able to gather people in real time and that's cool too yeah I mean um and mine's definitely like it's alive so you know what happens on the live you cannot go back and edit so it, it's definitely um I prefer live streams. That's scary as hell. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it definitely is. But I like living life on the wild side. So I I definitely prefer live streams. Um, There's a thrill to it. So does this girl know that that ladies night was started for her? (laughs) Um, I I mean, probably like, I guess if she really thought about it. But um, it's not like I told her. I was just like, oh, I'm putting together ladies night. But like, it was secretly like inspired by her because like, I just genuinely was like motivated that a she was going to be watching me and b like <laughs> oh maybe she can learn something you know I love it and and I love that that we got the exclusive and you're so honest about it <laughs> yeah of course I I love I mean I feel like I just felt like it was the perfect time so you guys Is deserve that- the exclusive oh <laughs> is that all stored on Twitch like could we go back and watch the very first one you cannot actually um oh. that's the only reason why i even said it because i'm like i don't want anyone to go back and like <laughs> find like the second ladies night that she was on <laughs> yeah no you can literally not go back um the way twitch works unless you're like a partner it does not save all of your stuff and i didn't become an affiliate until recently um and so yeah literally after like 30 days your stuff gets deleted on twitch um which also personally gives me a peace of mind like you know, I like the fact that things get deleted and they're not forever because um, sometimes that can be intimidating and it can kind of sometimes you feel like you don't want to like open up or like say too much if you feel like, oh my God, this is going to be available for someone to listen to forever. So um, yeah, no, it's not available anymore. We'll just have to live in, in the mystery forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh there was a most recent ladies night um lately correct that should mm-hmm. still be available oh yeah the most recent yeah i mean now i think it takes like 60 days to get deleted so um or 60 or 90 yeah it's a solid time so yeah the most recent ladies night on the 8th 
um, is definitely available. It was an epic three-hour marathon stream. So, yeah, it's available. And I also started saving them. So, like, um, and now that I'm making, like, clips and kind of, like, trailers and posting it on the Ladies Night TV Twitter, um, you'll be able to see, like, recaps on there, too, which I never used to do. I, I used to just, like, oh, once the live stream is done, that's it. And now I'm like, okay, you know, there's a lot of people that don't watch the live stream. I should probably post like clips on Twitter. Um, And so, yeah, it's more digestible content than someone committing to watching a three-hour stream. Yeah, I I watched the clip about about Jen's grass. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's some funny (laughs) stuff. She's so funny for grass. (laughs) Oh, she definitely is. I mean, you only have to water it once and then... You just have grass. Like, it's great. Yeah, that was how we sort of reconnected for this, too, because I was watching the stream, obviously, and but also I had another tab open with another stream on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not addicted, I promise. But uh, I was like, hey, we should raid um, Steph and the ladies' night. So we brought a bunch of people over, and yeah. Yes, Hollow really Hill, you should, talk, <laughs> you should talk about that, because I actually went back, because I was like, how did that happen? So I went back. <laughs> it can be very chaotic when you're streaming, like a lot yeah. going on. I was unaware that you were the one who recommended until I watched the the sandbox game and I literally saw. So yeah, you should share the story of that. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the story. I was multi-streaming, I guess. And um, the sandbox game was wrapping up their stream for the night and nobody was streaming the sandbox game. So usually they'll raid somebody who is... Um, playing their game obviously and nobody was so I was like well there's this other streamer she's talking about nfts and and you know I always like to support other women in the space so I was like hey let's raid these guys and they did and I mean I love my sand fam they're a super fun bunch and just like the kindest people so i love that they came in and they were just like hey we love you like we're subbing we're following here's some bits like just going crazy so that's yes i appreciate like thank you so much for that because when i went went back and watched it i'm like okay who was the one who recommended my stream and then i see (laughs) in the chat hoddle hill you should do you should do steph pseudo and then you sent the link and then he's like all right let me check her out to see if she's legit (laughs) and i was like oh my god and then yeah, it shows him checking me out. And then he's like, all right, we're going to stream Steph Sudo. We're going to raid her. Everyone go. And then, yeah, I just remember we're literally about to wrap up the stream. And then we just got raided by Sandbox. And <laughs> that was just such an awesome experience. So thank you for that. And then you're doing a contest too, which I love. I love contests. Yeah. So and we were like, giving yeah. away, yeah, I was giving away $100 in ETH. So yeah. who couldn't use that? I know. Right? Everybody could use an extra $100 in ETH. That's awesome. I hadn't heard that story yet. <laughs> exclude another exclusive yeah exactly (laughs) i love it though i love um like when you know communities kind of collide so that's cool oh yeah i mean i definitely i i'm like the other day i popped into uh or saturday i think it was um candy always streams marbles on the weekend and i popped into hers and like and it was just cool it's always cool supporting like fellow um community members yeah and then so right you reached out to me to say thanks for raiding Yes. Or suggesting the raid and I was like and by the way I have a podcast would you like to come on it <laughs> which is always scary for me to do but I'm so while, proud obviously. of Hill she <laughs> usually never does the booking and I was like Hill you have to I was like you have to do it do it yeah I'm getting I, there 
I love it. I was, uh, it was, it was perfect. You were literally the, and we did it from the ladies night TV, um, Twitter. So like you're the second DM ever from that account. So I feel like it's historical that I'm on this Ooh, podcast. Nice. <laughs> right? Yes, for sure. So is there, um, you know, a schedule of these? Are they kind of just random? Yeah, I used to do them um, every Saturday night, starting at 7 p.m. PST. The last one was at was on a Friday night, starting at 7 p.m. PST. Um, and then next week, I'm going to do Friday at um, starting at 8. So honestly, usually just in the evenings on the week, either Friday or Saturday is what I try to do. Um, they're not always consistent. That's why I don't say, oh, every this at this time, because they're not always consistent. Um, obviously, sometimes I have things life, going on in my life. Life happens. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like I said, I'm going to Comic-Con uh, the 22nd and then my mom's coming into town. So it's like, yeah, there, there might be some weeks that I skip, um, but I'm going to try to stay consistent this time now that I feel rejuvenated and, and ready to get back on track with it. I think your mom should join ladies night. <laughs> I, That'd be uh, so, so cute. So as much as Jen and I are very out there, our mother is very much the opposite and she, she is super supportive, but she would not be on a live stream. Yeah. That, that's okay. You know, there's, I'm, I'm sure she, she like secretly watches you guys. You know what we like, it's funny cause she's just used to us doing all this stuff that it's like, she can't keep up. Like we just have too much going on. So I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that she has not seen. Um, but yeah, she, she tries to keep up. We just, we do a lot. That's awesome though, you know, and, um, you know, I just wanted to say thank you for, you know, being such a positive voice in this space for women and, you know, um, just constantly coming up with, you know, events and stuff like this for, you know, women to be highlighted. So it's very cool. Yeah, I appreciate that compliment and, and thank you. Um, yeah, that's that's the goal. And it's like, it's really not hard to highlight women. Like you just invite them on and um, they're happy to join. And especially Ladies Night has seen a lot of success. We've had a lot of like, you know, people, as people say, celebrities, like as, people feel like they're celebrities, right? In this space. It's not hard to be a celebrity in this space because it's such a small space right now. Um, but it is, it just takes reaching out and asking. And I've, I've reached out a lot, cast a really wide net, you know, sometimes person doesn't see it. Sometimes they're too busy, you know? Um, but the people that like I'm able to get on, it's, it's just so exciting to like highlight them. And, um, and yeah, I would love to highlight uh, you both as well. Like we need to get, we should do a, a NF, NF Queens collab with ladies night. Yeah, Ooh. I'm down. Do you have I to be docs though? Oh, I will dox. Okay. Oh, okay. Hold, 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 dox. So you don't have no, to. No, that was that was K Duck. Oh, K Duck said they'll dox. Yeah. I'll dox. Yeah, but maybe you... she'll peer pressure me into it. Hill's well, already dox. Hill's already been to in real life events. Post her picture. Wow. Come on. Okay. I didn't Come post on. my picture. No. Okay. I don't know whatever. who that lady is. Okay. Yeah, all right. So no yeah we should definitely but um yeah so i just wanted to um ask the question we normally wrap with is some advice that you'd give to you know a fellow woman that wants to enter the space i would say obviously i'm biased but tune in to ladies night live um twitch.tv slash steph pseudo 
is where I host all the Ladies Night Lives. And I would just say, join that um, and get to know some of the ladies on the stream and like reach out and DM them afterwards. I've seen the most success with people doing that. Um, and they'll always come back and thank me. And they'll be like, thank you so much for having this person on the show because I went and reached out to them and you know, now they're on my show or you know, they helped me with this. Um, so I definitely recommend like, you kind of want to find a solid community or network of women. And that usually helps you make, makes you feel more comfortable. Um, and so I would highly recommend like pulling from the woman on ladies night because all of them are amazing. I've, you know, vetted every single person, um, that's been on the stream. So you yeah, do that's have a powerhouse lineup. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's what I'd recommend. Definitely agree. You know, um, just, finding your your people your community it's a great start um you know there's when you when you do they're they're always out to help you you know any questions you have navigate it most likely they've been through it they can help you so that is really such a good start if you're looking to enter yeah and you know maybe one of these days we'll throw a, a in real life ladies night event i Ooh, i was thinking about the that alpha. the other day yeah i'm like i mean we seriously I'm in. should you're in Tell me when and where let's go <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was like, because you know how there's all these NFT events and it and everyone always complains about the ratio, right? They're like, oh, it's always <laughs> a bunch of guys. And it's like, yeah, because y'all don't know how to how to line up an event properly. Where yeah. they close down the women's bathroom and make it men's. Oh, like, God. VCon, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, see, I would want a... Uh, I would want to throw a ladies night event where the ratio is more than 60% women. Like seriously, that is my goal. And you know, everyone would love that kind of event. Um, I think it's needed in this space and yeah, that's my mission. So hopefully, hopefully this year we can get someone, something going. That's very cool. We're here to support it. And uh, you know, we hope, we hope to see it too. Awesome. Yeah. Are we allowed to say where in the world you are as well? Um, yeah, I'm not going to say like the exact, but I'll say I'm, I'm in the, um, I'm on the West coast. Yeah. Me as well. So I'd be happy to zip down for any sort of event in that area. Oh, word. Okay. I got my passport. Well, well, we can, we can talk after the recording. ends. I'll I'll tell you where I am after the recording ends. I just don't like to say to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Well, Steph, thank you so much for coming on and joining us tonight. You know, it was so fun hearing about, you know, your start and, and what you've been up to and, you know, all the things you're working on. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you, K-Duck and Hoddle Hill. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, that was super fun. Yes. That's all for this episode. You can find us on Twitter at NF Queens Podcast. And stay tuned for next week. Bye. Bye.